Well, hello everyone and welcome to the party. We are playing Legend of the Five Rings today and I am so excited. It is one of the first role-playing games I played in the 90s. It's not like one of the first. It is one of my favorite role-playing games. Um, I have been playing it since it came out in 1997 in one form or another and I saw 5th edition. At first I was a little skeptical because I'm like, yay, special dice. Uh, but then I read the rules and really love them. And so I'm super excited to be here with this amazing group of people to play some Legend of the Five Rings on Welcome to the Party. Uh, my name is Throck, also known as Sean. Uh, I'm the co-founder here at Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party is a channel dedicated to inclusion and equity in gaming where we give people a place to stream, teach them how to do it, and then have a lot of fun playing games. And you should check out our Patreon because it is the best way to support us. Uh, there you can find podcasts a week early. You can find designer notes from our games. You can find interviews with our players and our DMs and the mods on our dis Discord. Uh, and our whole goal with our Patreon is to become a PBS for RPGs where we are able to underwrite great writers, artists, and other makers in the RPG universe and then give them a place to show off their amazing stuff. So ch ch check it out. And last but not least, check out our Discord. Uh, it is a huge, rocking, crazy, awesome place. Uh, and we would hope that you would check it out. Um, with that, let's go around and say hi to the team. Uh, and we will start with the new person to this group. Uh, so if you have tuned in previously, uh, you know that we were playing Warhammer Fantasy and Rain and Lily and Soul, who sadly can't make it today, were all part of our Warhammer Fantasy group and have joined me in a new adventure in Rokugan. But Mitchie, down there, playing my beloved Phoenix clan is new. So say hi, Mitchie, tell us about yourself. This is the beginning of a game that we are also recording for a podcast. Uh, so tell us who you are. What's your game experience? Do you know anything about L5R? Uh, what's your deal? Uh, so hi, I'm Michi. Um, I have been playing all sorts of tabletop games since I was like 12. Um, L5R was the first system I played that wasn't D&D. And that was with first edition. So it, it's been a while since I've played it, but I'm very excited to come back to the system. Awesome. Yes. And we can also find you on our Pokemon game on Thursdays. Yes. And on the mask game on Mondays, that's correct. Um, let's do Lily next. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Lily. Uh, I'm super excited to be back uh, here for Sundays. Uh, I will miss our Warhammer stuff, but I am, like, I'm pumped. Uh, as soon as we started talking about doing this, I got the book, and, yeah, I am so down. I'm really... Yeah, I'm, I, I read all the stuff. I dived into the, 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 the lore and the, the things... Lord uh, and things, things and lore. Yay, Lord and things. Um, but yeah, I'm Lily. Uh, I'm also on the Pokemon game on Thursdays, um, which is also a ton of fun. Um, I do my own stuff, Lilypad Nebula, and all the places. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for showing up. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. Woo! And then Rain. I am Rain Hayes. Uh, you can find me here playing this, and I think the only other stream game we've got going on right now is the Masked Game every Monday with Michi. Um, I am really looking forward to this because Throck and I worked on my character for a while, <laughs> getting backstory figured out. Yes. So a couple of notes for our players and those of you watching at home. We are going to be starting with the beginning game, uh, with the beginner's game from the beginner's kit. It's a little bit on rails. Um, but these are also all experienced role players, so I have, I've made some extra space for role playing in it as well, um, because I know that they would want that and want to interact with things. But we will be going through all of the early modules. It's going to be this and then the, the one at the Emerald 
Champions House near Odosanuchi. It's after this. And then uh, we'll move on from there. And uh, my plan is to interweave. So I've been playing, like I said, I've been playing Legend of the Five Rings since 1997 when it first came out. I was a big fan of AEG games back in the day. Uh, Played a lot of 7C and stuff like that, too. Um, So I'm interweaving a bunch of my favorite scenarios from over the years. Uh, And so the only spoiler I'll give is we will be going to the City of Lies. We will be doing the City of Lies uh, Ryoko Wari uh, box set as part of this. So that's super exciting. Uh, I don't think anybody's played that. I don't think. uh, I hope not uh, because there's some cool stuff in there and I'm super excited to run it. Um, But with that, are we ready to get started? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. Um, Let me bring up my notes and let's get going. I have a whole intro written. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I partially wrote it. It's also from the beginner's thing. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a amalgamation. In the 20th year of the reign of the divine emperor, Hantai the 38th, the Emerald Empire has stood for a thousand years. Thanks to the guidance of the Kami and the wise benevolence of the Hantai emperors, Each of the seven great clans vies eternally to be the first in the Emperor's favor while safeguarding Rokugan from its many enemies within and without. The Topaz Championship is a chance for each clan to test their best and brightest against one another. Though all contestants can pass the tests and become samurai, the winner claims glory for themselves and their clan, and may even earn a high-ranking position in the Empire. As contestants, you are traveling to the village of Suma, where the championship will be held at the Kikita Dueling Academy. Each of you, coming from a different way, met two nights ago for the first time as you, for the evening, sought rest at Purple Blossom Inn, a tea house and way station on the Imperial Road. Having shared a meal and some polite stories, you agreed to travel the rest of the way to Tsuma together in the morning. Let's just take a moment to go around the table. Uh, Describe your character a little bit, and what's a couple of things that the other players may have noticed or learned about you? And we can just do this popcorn style, whoever wants to go first. Sure. Um, so my character is named uh, Doji Sayaka. She is um, like uh, maybe like five, six, five, seven ish. Um, uh, the thing for my 20 questions, that's the first thing that you might notice about her uh, is let me see how exactly I wrote it. It was important. Uh, Is it that you have Benton's blessing and you're super hot? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) That's also there. But more importantly, uh, the detail others find most striking about my character is my hauntingly beautiful green eyes. Um, And then uh, she has like longish black hair, um, that she kind of just lets hang down. It's, uh, straight. Um, she always wears a purple scarf that, uh, accents her eyes perfectly. Um, and then kind of like, uh, dark, the, I don't know what the exact term, like the, ro- like the, the robes stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like would, you would probably be wearing a kimono on top and then gi on the bottom. Big flow. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the really flowy top and then like the tighter bottom kind of a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whole thing. Um, like darker colors. Uh, um, Probably like blacks and blues or something, unless that's not a good color to wear. 
Um, uh, black's fine. You, you wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, black's fine. Black and blue. That's okay. I'm fully aware that there's random things that would be like, oh no, don't wear yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that you're good. Dig- yeah, that's that's okay. Cool. <laughs> um, I wear the imperial symbol right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have the personal mon of Hentai the Thirty Eight. I have a T-shirt that says I have a T-shirt that says F Hentai. Or is it no, hand tie, not hentai? Hand tie. That's yeah. something. Hentai is a whole different bag of. Uh, Way as something totally different. It gives it's a whole, it a whole different, different bag of tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But yes. So um. There's that. Um. She has like a pack full of her things. Uh. A bow. For Yumi. Um. Yeah. Uh. And yes, she does have Benton's blessing, and she is super hot. And you have a pet. I have a pet. Uh. Uh. His name is uh, Hoshoku Sha. He's a snow leopard. He's snow and leopard. he's the best. Um, I also have an attendant with me named uh, Hanagansi Izumi. Uh, who is... Or no, she doesn't have two names. She has one she name. She would only have the one name, yes, because she is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. she's lower class, so yeah. um, she would be around, but like... But yeah, like looking down, not really in- interacting like... Unless spoken to that whole that whole shtick, yeah, um, she she would be technically a of the bungay class, who are one level below you in the the holy order mm-hmm. of things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be considered a craftsperson. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I believe that's 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 my whole my that's my whole jam. Sweet. What's it going next? I find it oh. I find it interesting that you voluntarily took a Wilhelm this time. <laughs> this one can't look you in the eye though so it's right it's exactly. be a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah but you also can't necessarily leave this one with its parents <laughs> no. you cannot abandon this one indeed not hey okay who Look, wants to I go next to be called out three times before we I'm sorry, who's your goddess again? No. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's be in this world now. Let's let's be here. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'll go next. Uh my character's name is Soshi Kuryoki. And probably the first thing that you would notice about her is her mask. Uh like almost all scorpions, she wears a mask that covers part of her face, but in her case, it covers from the lower portion of her face all the way up and there is no hole for an eye on this side. Um, instead, there is a stylized silver eye with, I'm going to say a crystal or something in the middle of it. Um, she is very quiet. Should be Jade. Has... Let's make it Jade. Okay. Yeah. Thematic. I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, she has long black hair that she always keeps in a braid, like a very loose braid. Um, and she wears a black and red kimono that's kind of reminiscent of her clan colors. And she has a she she has a fan tucked into her obi. Sweet. And so my character is named Kaito Ray. Um, she. Her distinguishing feature is she has a small scar over her eyebrow that kind of cuts off the tail of the eyebrow. Hmm. Um, 
She's got long hair that she keeps up in a ponytail because, you know, she's an archer and that gets in the way. She, she tends to wear neutral, kind of earthy tones because you don't want to be seen in your bright clothes when you're sniping people. Um, <laughs> and she has a Muted great quiver, and that is her. It's very quiet. Oh, what's in- What's mm-hmm. engraved on your quiver? Just some very delicate scroll work. Um, it was a gift, so... Oh, from who? Who was it a gift from? Uh, hold on. I know I I'm pressing you for somewhere. questions. But... <laughs> this is what um, we like. Uh, it was a gift from her sister. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, so one thing to note about each of our characters is they're each heading to their Genpuku at the Topaz Championship, so none of them yet have been gifted with a Daisho. The Katana and Wakazashi are the status of a fully grown samurai once they have passed their coming-of-age ceremony. And so while in expectation of them passing their Genpuku, their Daisho have been sent ahead and are waiting for them at the Kikita Dueling Academy, they do not have them yet. Uh, and with that, shall we continue? Sure. All right. Uh, cool. So, over the last two days of travel, you have passed peasants transporting goods and other more noble travelers along the road, but otherwise it's been a quiet, pleasant, early summer journey into the heart of Cranelands. And yet, just a few miles outside of Tuma, as you walk down the road beside the Tangier River, you find your way blocked by a cart upended across the road ahead. To your right, the river laps up against the edge of the path, and to your left, an artfully crafted stone wall blocks off a road and a flooded field of rice. There's no way to proceed without either getting wet or setting the carts to right. A soaking wet, balding elderly peasant is struggling to do just that. The two oxen are kind of pulling at the cart while it's still flipped on its side. Uh, but when he notices you, he hurls himself right on the road at your feet, his forehead pressed against the dust, and he says, Honored Samurai, 1,000 pardons for blocking your path. I will move the cart directly. You could wait, but compassion is a virtue of the samurai, and besides, maybe he knows something useful about the village or the championship. What do you do? I was just about oh, to say. Hey, sorry, I forgot. Yes, the unicorn was not presented. Uh, so before we get into that, um, not joining us today is Sol, who is playing uh, Moto Muamokoi, uh, who is a Moto clan commander, I think is the uh, the school. Um, he very deeply tanned with like lines in his face. He wears a full beard. He's obviously has, uh, he, he has a flaw that he has Gaijin appearance. Um, and so he wears like a wolf cloak. Uh, so he's got like dead things on him, which is kind of weird for you as well. Um, but he seems very kind of fun and gregarious at the same time. So he has, um, it, it is both off-putting because he's, he shows a lot more like, favorable emotion um, than the rest of you who are kind of traditional Rokugani and keep face. Uh, and he also has a pet wolfhound who runs with him. He also rides a large utaku steed, or not, a, a large a unicorn steed, not an otaku steed. Um, and so between the two, he also uh, carries... Uh, no, he doesn't have his stuff yet either, but he does have a bow with him. Um, but he seems very good, fun. Like, he seems, like, weirdly fun. Cool. Yeah, in a, like quite. an off-putting, I, not quite. Done I personally, as a player, like a, find it slightly disturbing that he has a wolf cloak, a wolf pelt cloak, and a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog. 
It's a dog. It's tradition. You have yeah. a pet and then you kill it and wear them once they yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kai, for reminding me. I totally forgot. Tradition um, of the family. We yeah. we wear those who we were close to in life. Duh. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh upon that, um uh Sayaka would go over to um the peasant and say, um, Oh, please, it is no bother. Is there any way we could possibly help you? Oh, no, I wouldn't. I would never impose upon you to do that. No. It would be our solemn privilege to assist you in getting these off the road. Uh, Because he's he's like a, uh, he's like a, a, what's in the cart? Uh, Interesting that you should ask. So kind of spilled across the road next to the cart are a number Uh of... um, boxes whose, uh, they're like traveling crates, but there's a personal crest on them. And, uh, Sayaka, I'm just going to give this to you because you're Doji. Uh, they are the personal mon of Doji Satsume, who, who was until recently the Emerald Champion and who recently died, uh, under unknown circumstances. It is possible he died a natural death, but he was only like 58. And so people are like, that was awfully sudden. Um, sure. But it is the personal crest of Doji Satsume. Oh, yeah, then absolutely. Like, uh, she would, like, see that, eyes get a little wider, and then she looks back and says, um, I would bring dishonor to myself if I did not help you with escorting these crates of my former champion. Thank you, Doji-sama. Thank you. And And uh, does anybody else want to interact with him in any way, talk to him about anything? He's also very wet. <laughs> you know, I'm just watching very closely. You need a towel, friend. <laughs> no. He's All not right. following the rules. You always got to have your towel. You do always how, have how, uh, yeah. <laughs> how, uh, how messed up is the wagon? Uh, it is on its side and the contents are spilled out. And the thing is, it's kind of awkward because the oxen that was carrying it is also kind of wrenched to the side. It's still upright, but it's kind of futzing and fidgeting. And yeah. Other than that. Um, I think I'm going to get down and start trying to help gather up some of the things that spilled. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Um, So as a context note, courtesy is one of the tenants of Bushido. And so it is always within the rights of someone like yourself, and in fact, sometimes even expected, uh, when in distress to protect those below you. And Mm -hmm. so the two of you who have said, I am going to help him, will each gain one honor. So go ahead and tick your honor up by one. Huzzah. Uh, Okay, so uh, you are easily able to get the cart back up. Um, Are you going to escort him, or are you going to go off on your own? Um, I would like to. I think I would turn to, uh, uh, the other three and say, um, if the three of you would not terribly mind, uh, I would like to escort and make sure these reach their destination. Where are they bound? Look at the guy. Up to, to, to his brother-in-law, Kikita Toshimoko, at the Kikita Dueling Academy. And something you all know is... Kikita Toshimoko, known as the Great Crane, is the head of the Kikita Dueling Academy and mm. one of the most famous swordsmen in the Empire. And who will also be running the Topaz Championship. 
Ah. Yeah. And we won't be delayed. We can escort it. Fortune smiles on us. Be an honor. All right. Uh, and with that, you make your way into Tsuma. Uh, let me bring up my notey notes. Uh, getting the last box up on um, Doji or um, Sayaka, it the the last crate flies open seemingly of its own accord as this huge gust of wind uh, flies by, and uh, some papers start flying out of it, and one of them smacks right into your face. Do you want to read it? Oh yes, of course. Okay, I'm um, simply pulling it off my face. If my eyes happen to catch what's on it, I cannot help. That. <clears throat> of course. Uh, <laughs> So uh, it says, you have often told me you are a better father to my children than I am. I can only hope the fortunes bless you or curse you with children of your own one day, that you could see the true challenges of fatherhood. It appears to be addressed to the writer's brother-in-law, Kikita Toshimoko. Mm. And I will put that in chat so you have it. Interesting. What do you want to do with it? Uh, I will try to collect like any of the ones that are still kind of flooding around me and I'll try to get them back into the, uh, get them back inside. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll help try to catch them. And if my, ha if my eyes happen to fall on something interesting, right, of course. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so they seem to be, uh, <laughs> letters from Toshimo or from, uh, <clears throat> Satsume to members of the Emerald magistrates, different orders and things like that. Uh, for their postings, or some of them are actually two Satsume that are reports on different places that people are operating. And so for those of you who don't know, the Emerald Magistrates are essentially the imperial law enforcement. Um, they execute the Emperor's will throughout the country and are run by the Emerald Champion, of which there currently is not one, because he just died. So if you want to do anything with any of those papers, Scorpion, that's up to you. <clears throat> I'm just going to remember what they say. Done. I'm going to keep that in mind. Easy peasy. Okay. Getting all the papers back in and setting things to right, uh, you get the cart moving again and make your way into Tsuma. Tsuma itself is a relatively small village that sits along the river here. It's maybe 600 people who live here. Uh, there are various rice paddies that, uh, especially here on the northern side of the village, that are seem to be actively producing as this area is far enough inland that it was untouched by the tsunami that hit a few years back. Um, crossing a wide stone bridge, you make your way to the only walled compound in the city. It is kind of adjacent to the city itself, not directly within its grounds, and this is the Kikita Dueling Academy, the famed academy of the greatest duelists in the empire. There's two large red doors that sit uh, between these 10-foot-high uh, stone walls that wrap around the building. Uh, it is all single-story buildings on the inside, so you just kind of see the arched red roofs from out here, but as the doors open, uh, the guards let you in, um, and it's two Kikita uh, carry with these. They're not wearing any armor, and they have these long uh, naganata that they're carrying. Um, and you're into these gorgeous gardens, gravel paths with bonsai and all sorts of uh, flower arrangements here in the summer. Everything's in full bloom and the sun is shining and it just looks beautiful. This place is a perfectly kept example of doji and crane artistry. Um, coming in, a uh, what looks to be a servant comes running up and just stands before you and is silent. 
<laughs> can't talk until you talk to him. Yeah. And I don't really talk. <laughs> Do we have one right. talker? Do we only have one Sorry, talker? Sorry, I took a bite of okay. food. I mean, this is, For this is crane business. And, and yeah. the one talker is eating right now. <laughs> I took a bite of food. I'm sorry. Here. Greetings. Uh, what, what would be the, what would, how, how, how would I address something like a, a lower class that I don't know? Um, you wouldn't. You'd be like you there, I guess. Um, if you oh, want to okay, find just... a nice way to, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a word like friend or like buddy or like champ or sport. Pal. Like, <laughs> hey there, bucko. <laughs> hey! Um, your boy, good boy. <laughs> hey, it's your boy, Doji. Um, Greetings. Uh, is there something that we can that we can do for you? Yes, Joji-sama. Um, you come with a cart. You are delivering goods. We encountered this uh, on the road and assisted him in escorting this and bringing it to the academy. It is. They are effects of uh, Doji Satsume, bound for. Um, Name of guy we're meeting. <laughs> Takeda Toshimoto. There's, there's so many names. <laughs> this is what notes are for. <laughs> Takita Toshimoko. It's also in chat. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Julie boy. I give you everything. <laughs> uh. I, she goes, oh, um, uh, I, I will take it from here. Thank you a thousand times, Doji-sama, for delivering this. And she will look directly up at Ryu, who was the servant, and go, you, come with me. We shall take that to uh, Kikita uh, Toshimoku immediately. Of course. Thank you both for ensuring these reach him. Of course, Doji-sama. It is our honor and pleasure. Hmm. And uh, it, I would imagine you, like, hop off the cart if you were riding on it or if you were walking beside it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and then they, uh, uh, they, they pull it away and everybody who escorted gains one glory for Ooh. helping to deliver the, Damn. uh, uh, the final effects of Joji Satsumi to his brother-in-law, Kikita Toshimoko. All right. So the next thing you all know is that you need to actually kind of go sign in for this thing. Um, uh -huh. <clears throat> we need to check so, in and get our badges. I've been to a con before. Yeah, it's like checking into a con. That's that's pretty much correct. That's not wrong. Um, uh, so, as you head back into the village of Suma, it's a buzz with activity today. As peasants and samurai move along the street on their business, the peasants all bow and wait for you to pass, while the samurai w rush by without a second glass. Streamers have been affixed to the trees, and paper lanterns of colors of the great clans hang from the posts. Uh, carp kites fly in the air and glass chimes sing in the breeze, all welcoming contestants, observers, and other visitors to this year's Topaz Championship. You quickly make your way to the town magistrate's estate to formally register for the tournament. Then you're directed to the House of the Laughing Carp, the tea house and inn housing the contestants. 
As you step into the courtyard of the inn, a large voice catches your attention. This is unacceptable, bellows a lean, tall young man, still dusty from the road. His sea-green attire and uh, family crest mark him as a member of the Mantis clan, uh, which is weird because that makes him a member of the minor clans, and they're not normally invited to the Topaz Championship. The samurai seems to be in mid-argument with the innkeeper, an utterly implacable peasant woman. Forgive me, honored samurai. All my rooms are spoken for. If I, I, if I should give you a room, I must displace another samurai, one who made these arrangements in advance. Perhaps you could try another boarding house in the village. They are full, the samurai hisses, struggling to regain his composure. The innkeeper notices your arrival and quickly turns to you and bows. Honored guest, your rooms are waiting. So, context. Um... Let me pull up my context note on this. Uh, this is a situation on the edge. Hitoshi, which is the name of this character, it looks like he's on the cusp of an unacceptable outburst that could cost him both in terms of honor and social standing. Uh, mm -hmm. Being dismissed by a peasant is an insult to that same honor, and being forced to sleep outdoors would even be a worse insult and would hurt his chances in the championship. Um, so, as samurai... Courtesy and honor and respect don't dictate that you do something, but you may feel more compelled to act to protect a peer than you would in current society. Do I? Do we? Uh, do I notice anything about him, like a um, like a, a family symbols or anything that might tell us like more about who he is? Yeah, he appears to be from the Mantis Clan. The Mantis Clan um, is especially known to the Crane, but all three of you. Uh, the, the, the Scorpion would have plenty of reasons to know the Crane, and being a coastal province, the, the Phoenix would also know who the Mantis are. They are a small, uh, they are a small clan that lives off the southern, southeastern coast of Rokugan uh, hmm. on a series of islands. They are primarily known as traders and very good at ships and ship captaining um, and are notable for uh, a strange fighting style as well. Cool. Um, Do we have individual rooms at the sand? So there are common rooms, essentially. Um, there, the people get kind of grouped together in groups of four. For narrative ease. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's almost like there are four of us, right? <laughs> Would there be room for a fifth? Are you asking me? I don't know. Probably. Just as far as the layout of a room, would there be enough physical room yeah, for a fifth probably. person? Yeah. Okay. Would we have mats? Yes, you would be sleeping on tatami mats. Right. But would we have like an, an, an extra one that we could potentially use, though? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I would imagine in your traveling kit is a sleeping mat, and a place like this would also provide mats, so you would have an extra. Okay, mat. yeah, 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 yeah. We've got okay, so we we do have more. It would just be a matter of being in there instead of outside or in a tent or whatever. Yes. Um. Okay. Um. I'm gonna do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it! Yay! I'm gonna. I'm gonna step forward, mm -hmm. just kind of put myself in the middle of the mantis and the innkeeper and okay. without looking at the innkeeper, look up at the, the mantis and say it, the fortunes don't seem to have smiled upon you, but it would be unfortunate 
for you to not have room tonight. Would you care to share with us? Uh, make a courtesy earth check. First roll of the game! Okay, so you got an exploding success. Gain one strife. Uh, well, you can keep up to two dice because you have two rings, right? So the way the game mm. works is you roll a number of ring dice and skill dice together. You take a look at the dice, see what the results are, and keep a number of dice equal to your ring dice that you want to keep. In this case, the only one you got a success on is the exploding die, right? So it's got an exploding mm. die and a strife. You also got an opportunity. Um, you could use that opportunity to gain some additional knowledge about the situation. Um, you could uh, use it to... There's, there's lots of different... Like, you can use that to add a narrative spice in some way to the scene. Um, mm. But the first thing we do is, because you got an exploding die, you're going to want to re-roll that. And the easiest way to re-roll that, and this will give you possibly a free success, <clears throat> is if you look at the top of your narrative mode sheet, you'll see uh, underneath the Legend of the Five Rings thingy, is, uh, it says ring, right? If you just set that to one and hit the roller, it'll roll another die for you. Oh, where it says roller. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. They have a simple, like... Yeah. Thank yeah. God, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they done good with this okay. sheet. All you needed was one success. Uh, you do gain a stress because you're putting yourself in the middle. Uh, uh, stress? Strife. Strife, thank you. Uh, and as a quick note, if you're uh, at the end of every scene, you reduce your strife down to half of your composure. So you will keep additional strife equal to six between scenes if you have a composure of 12, right? Um, <laughs> but anything above six if you have a composure of 12 um, would be reduced. Just as a note, too, for the die, um, yeah. if anybody's played uh, like the that Star Wars one that Fantasy Flight also made, it's kind of like a more condensed version of that. Yes. Thank God, by the way, which is why I <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, that's it. a big, yeah, the, the Star Wars one's like a huge, like, wait, because there's like five different kinds of die, and it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like this one a lot. This one's really cool, yeah. Awesome. So, um, with that, two things I want to do early on, I want to talk about why it stresses you out to do this, right? Because a big component of being in samurai culture is this dichotomy between what you're feeling and what you're showing. Right. And so strife is how that manifests in the game. And one of the systems that I love the most about 5e, because it it enshrines the emotional role playing component, I think, in a meaningful way. So yeah. you've taken a little bit of stress. What was stressful about this situation to you? The fact that I was the one to step forward before the crane. Um in Scorpion, there is a lot of emphasis on observation and analysis before acting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in my particular case, I'm already shy. I am already somewhat meek. And making that fast analysis and stepping forward and, and intervening was unusual for me and put me in a stressful situation. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Cool. Um, he will visibly calm down seeing that someone has stepped in and says, 
thank you. I, I, I appreciate the offer and will humbly accept to share your room with you. Uh, and then the, uh, the peasant woman goes, this is very out of order, uh, 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 Scorpion-sama. This is not normally how we run our inn, but because there are tight circumstances here, I am absolutely willing to allow your wishes to be uh, enacted upon here within my humble inn. Your compassion is noted. <laughs> Thank you, Scorpion Sama. Good. Um, <laughs> I'm Hitoshi. It is a pleasure to meet you, Hitoshi. I am Soshi. And I'm going to just gesture at them to introduce themselves because I, I don't talk. <laughs> Sayaka. I'm Ray. Ray-san. Ray-san. It is a pleasure to meet you. Thank you again for allowing me to stay with you. I'm... This is... Of course. A lot of people. In a small space. So she... We'll make do. So... The rest of the day, as you all get settled in, will uh, re pass relatively uneventfully. This is uh, the night before things begin. Is there anything you all want to accomplish before we move on? Uh, I would like to uh, speak with the innkeeper and make sure there is uh, a good amount of raw meat for Hoshokusha. I can absolutely Leopard. make that a priority for you. Judge Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> I have a question about something that my character can do. Yes. <clears throat> it says for my school ability. And I gotta get there first. What was it? Was it under? Uh, my school ability says I can have a number of additional wards with prepared invocations up to your school rank. Um, I know. Uh, how does that work exactly? <laughs> wards? Because. Well, prepared invocations specifically and, and wards, but... So prepared invocations are things that take time to do. So there are invocations that you can do immediately, and there are invocations you must prepare. Um, let me bring up the rules. What, what is your actual question? What are you looking to accomplish? In my downtime before everything starts, I wanted to prepare wards. Okay. And I can prepare one ward because my school rank is one. Uh, what wards do you have available to you? I don't know because it, it, that, that's the part that was confusing to me. I have uh, invocations. I don't know that any of them are necessarily wards. All right, let's take a look. Uh, so I have uh, Grasp of Earth and Jade Strike. Uh, the way that I understand wards is that you can have an invocation and basically you use the ward as kind of a delay on activating that invocation so that you're not spending the time in the moment to prepare it. Okay. So it's like a scroll. Yeah. Ah. ah. So for now... But you can place it on things. Yeah, you can, so yeah, you can whatever place surface it it's on. on a thing to protect it. Using, and like, should you, you set a condition under which then that invocation activates, right? And then hmm. should that condition be met, a creature with Shadowlands Tate crosses this threshold, right? A condition. Um, cool, yeah. Would then cause the invocation to trigger. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that is what we will call it for now as an easy-peasy way to navigate that. So if you have an invocation you want to turn into a ward at the moment, you should feel free. 
Coolio. Then yes, I would like to take a grasp of earth and turn that into a ward. Okay. Um, what does grasp grasp of earth do? Go to techniques. Go to invocations. Grasp of earth. As an attack action, you may make a, a TN2 theology earth check, targeting one creature at range bands of zero, zero to two. Uh, if you succeed, you summon cracks in the earth. Each target suffers supernatural damage equal to your earth ring and must resist a TN4 fitness check, uh, and then parentheses air two, water five, or suffer the prone condition. Okay. Uh, so you are... And then, oh, go ahead. And then there are a couple of opportunity options. All right. So do you want to make the check? Uh, you will inscribe it on Which a thing. Which is a composition check, isn't it? Uh, do, 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 do. The, yes. So you will need to make a composition... Uh, uh, you will start with a composition check. Uh, and you can choose the approach you would like. Uh, so for approaches. Approaches, you choose a ring that you want to use in order to make the roll. These rings flavor the way that you do it, right? Um, and mm -hmm. what's great is, I love this character sheet so much, because what's great is, if you, in narrative mode, hover over the actual skill heading, like artisan skill or martial skill, it'll tell you what those approaches are. <laughs> right? And oh, right there. So for oh. composition, uh, you could refine something, you could restore something, invent something, adapt would make a lot of sense here, I think. Attune would make a lot of sense here. I think I'm basically going to sit with my uh, calligraphy set in front of me and the paper I'm going to use as a ward. And I'm going to sit and meditate and attune myself to the invocation that I have been taught. Okay. And once, once I feel ready, I'll just do quick strokes and put the invocation down on the ward. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do then is make a void composition, a void comp test. Oh my God, it's Blade Runner. Sorry. Um, <laughs> a void and competition or a composition test. So yeah, you'll have two successes and a strife. So for the strife, you're, mm. you're sitting there meditating um, as you prepare to impart this script with your magical goodness. Um, lewd uh how what what is the strife that you take from this why is this a little difficult for you probably because this is the first time i'm using this uh outside of my family's lands this is the first time i'm i'm in a very strange place i am surrounded by people that i don't necessarily know that well and it's been drilled into me that i i i don't trust okay i i am loyal to my people and every everyone else is a danger to me basically awesome um, so that will kind of interrupt my meditations as I'm trying to attune to the invocation. Sweet. Um, okay. So now you can make your invocation roll and put that on there. Invocation. Meeks. Which is, uh, do an invocation roll? It's, uh, it should stay within the invocation itself. They're normally like a TN2 earth theology check or something like that. Yep, TN2 Earthiality. Hey, look at that! I learned something! <laughs> Yay! Okay, so... You failed. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I see a thing. Uh, if, you, if you fail, determine the easiest way to accomplish the task. Uh, provide assistance, remove one strife you gain from the check this way. Uh, and this was at Earth? We're sure another character. Yes. Follow poor people. 
Organizer Failure. Um, so I would like to create a house rule. Okay. Three opportunities equal one success. Oh. Because it is kind of ridiculous that you're like, I find all these amazing things out. And yet. You can't use any of them. You can't but... use any of them. Right. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think that is fair because, and this is one of my problems with like the Genesis system generally, is there's some weird skewy results, right? Like right. rolling four dice and getting four opportunity in a strife and no successes, right? Um, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I would like to enshrine in our first session, three opportunity equals one success. Mm -hmm. Not yeah, it, it, They, they, they turn into a success. They, they essentially coalesce into a single die that has one. Got success. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to yeah. make, I want to make sure it wasn't like they become a success and you keep the opportunities. No, you absolutely do not keep the opportunity. You go, right, I'm yeah, like yeah, okay. I yeah. three <laughs> opportunity in for one right, success. Yep. Essentially, awesome. it's you Sounds going, good. I'm going to screw this up. Oh, wait, but I figured it out, right? And I mean, right. you kind of like work your way through it. it. I like yeah. it, yeah. Okay. Uh, and we'll say that you take the stress this time. I'm going to narrate this one because you think you're going to fuck it up. You're, you're, you're getting a little stressed <laughs> out by trying to do all this stuff, like in a, uh, essentially around a lot of people you don't know, you've got a big deal thing happening starting tomorrow, and at first you're like, oh God, I'm really going to, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pull this off. This thing I've been trading for my whole life. And, but then you're like, oh wait, yes. And then I like to think using that void technique, you go into this no mind space where you just do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. Uh, so you now, what are the, what is the triggering actions for this ward? Can I use a word as a triggering action? Yes. Okay. Then I will use Yuki. As the word. Okay. Ah, uh, no, because they're going to say my name. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could... Look, that would be awkward. Here's the thing. You can say, I have to say Yuki. Okay. And then, yeah, that'll that'll do. And it is, it, it is your magic that you're weaving, so you're smart enough to know, even if you say Kuro Yuki, then it, it won't trigger, right? It would have to be specifically Yuki, right? Yeah. If, I, if I'm saying Kuro Yuki, then I'm imagining myself... Yes. If I'm saying Yuki, then I'm imagining snow. Yes. Indeed. So okay. you now have this inscribed. Where are you placing it? That one's going to stay with me, and I'm going to place it when we go in for the tournament. Okay, interesting. Uh, the tournament is going to happen in multiple locations. Mm -hmm. be like... That's why it's staying with me until we go in. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, uh, love it. Uh, so the night will wrap up uneventfully unless you all have other things that you want to accomplish. Um, so the Mantis clan is a lower clan. It's like one of the, the it is the a minor clan. There are minor clan. Yes. There are a series of minor clans in Rokugan who are not, who have not attained or who were never great clans. And the reason they weren't is because their clans were not descended from the, the 10 Kami. Uh, mm -hmm. who are the son of who are the the children of father moon and mother son um, right. a thousand years ago or more the kami descended uh, through a mythical cutting of the gut in a similar way to zeus and athena bouncing out of the head right um, mm -hmm. in western mythology um, yep. and so they are they have grown up around normally a single personality who established a clan at some point and mm -hmm. has uh, had the ability to perpetuate that line over time. The notable ones are Dragonfly, which is allied to the dragon. Uh, Mantis, who are kind of their own thing off in the islands. Fox uh, is another big one. 
and then uh, what's what's another big one? Oh, those are the, those are three biggies. Um, sure, are, sure. Our dragonfly, fox, and mantis are three of the the bigger minor clans. Okay. With or the mantis being um, the biggest, they are gotcha. not quite the power of a great clan, but they're probably the most powerful minor clan. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Um, I guess uh uh, uh how's the how's the the thing gonna work tomorrow? Like um, from what, what you sort understand, of... uh huh, it is a three day tournament. Okay. You, you will do a number of events on the first day and the second day. Uh, points are accrued. And those who score enough points pass and are able to uh, achieve their Gimpuku at the Topaz Championship. Okay. The person who scores the highest number of points becomes the Topaz Champion for the next year and is required to come and be one of the judges next year. It is a position gotcha. of great honor. Um, okay. And on the third day, there is a dueling, uh, because it's a Kikita Dueling Academy, there is a duel as well. There's mm -hmm. a dueling championship as well. Um, mm -hmm. that everyone is expected to participate in. Uh, okay. Even if, you know, you normally aren't a katana-wielding sort of bushi. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, As to okay, the specifics so, of what events are when, you're not sure. It's different every Okay, time. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so in that case, um, and we don't have to, like, role-play the whole thing out, but um, I would like to invite Hitoshi to uh, share a drink with me. For sure. And um, uh, basically try to, like make friends with him earn his favor. Um, just like, like kind of like talk, like um, ask him about like where he came from and stuff, joke around with him a little bit about like, Oh, did you like, uh, did you forget to secure lodging when you were coming in or what, what, what happened there? Like, just, no, yeah, just I, kind of like, my name was on the, the ledger. I, we, we sent word here. That's, that's why it was so frustrating. I, I should have had a room. That's very odd indeed. Yes. I don't I don't understand why it would have been taken off. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. I'm suddenly I'm suddenly extremely suspicious suspicious of this man now. Okay. <laughs> uh you could make a check if you want to check out how sincere he's being. Sure. All right. I love, I love that the sudden silences are literally just us figuring out our new characters. Right. Like, <laughs> what would we do here? <laughs> figure that out. Uh, I would say it's a courtesy check. Courtesy? I, I'm good at courtesy. Yes. I would say it's you trying to figure out uh, if he's being honest to you, which I yeah. am going to call in this case a courtesy check. Okay. Um, and the approach is your own to choose. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say, since it's deducing whether someone's lying to me, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it through the own ways I've been taught, because I'm, like, I've gone through training to be a courtier. Right. Uh, so... The doji bone school? Yes. Yeah. Um right. So, I'm going to basically, like, okay, so, if he's lying to me, he'll be doing this. That sounds right. So, uh, I'm going to go with air, which is trick. Okay, so um, two. Oh crap! I got two strife. You got two strife, but you also got two exploding successes. So oh, okay. You can keep up to three dice. Um, you can also choose to re-roll uh, those two dice. So you okay. got two exploding successes, one regular success, and two strife. Um, 
So do you want to reroll your exploding successes? Uh, how does the reroll work? Do I have to keep the new result? No, they are additional dice. Oh, cool. Yeah, totally can, I will. That you can keep. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So now you've exact got an same. opportunity for strife. <laughs> uh, so no, these are additional dice. So you are now keeping five dice. Okay. Two of which must be the two exploding dice. And then two of which must be the, the re-rolls from the exploding dice, right? And so you're obviously going to want to keep the other success. So essentially your total, which is awesome, is four successes, four mm -hmm. strife, and an opportunity. And okay. you used air. So mm -hmm. with air, you can, if you failed, you didn't, so it doesn't matter. You can remove one strife gained from the check this way per opportunity spent. You Ooh, can, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Okay, you can learn another character in the scene's demeanor and current strife. Mm -hmm. You can uh, act subtly to attract minimal attention to your efforts. Those are what you can do with air opportunities. Mm. Mm, actually, that's, that third one's really good, too. Yeah, the demeanor one? Or the the one where I, I like it, I, I like make make sure I'm being like subtle enough. Oh yeah, you're being super subtle. Yeah, I think either of those are good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be super. I'm gonna be yeah. I'm 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 super subtle. I'm making it seem like this is just. Oh, you're in our room. This is super casual. I'm not trying to manipulate you. I love it. I love um, it. yeah. Okay, so you will take four strife. Uh, okay. It, why is it hard for you to be super subtle in getting this information out of him? I think just. We've been traveling all day, and, like, I was expecting to just kind of, like, relax for the night before getting in, but now yeah. it's like, oh, crap, now I gotta do my courtier thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I gotta put my face back on. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna soak in the hot spring. I was gonna play with Hoshoku Sha for a while. Yeah. <sighs> so you find out uh, a couple of things about him. Strife. Um, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on the, the conflict stream. Yeah. Where I can track it. Cool. So the first thing you he just mostly he just seems hesitant because of all the great clan samurai in the room. If he seems weird, you're pretty sure it's because he's around people who are naturally, in his mind, his betters, right? Gotcha, you, yeah. You, you also find out through the course of conversation that he served on a couple of different ships growing up. Uh his father was a traitor from the Mantis clan, that he's very capable with a bow. Um and he was very surprised to be invited. And you know this as well, being a doji uh, and ha kind of being in the sorts of circles where like high tournaments and things happen is sure. that it's odd for a minor clan person to be invited to the Topaz mm -hmm. Championship. And he is also surprised by that. He tries to hide it, but you were very, you rolled four successes. So you are easily able to like draw all of that information out of it. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. So, like, he would... Normally, his Genpuku would be a much smaller deal, basically. Mm -hmm. okay. In general, Genpukus are a family affair. Okay. Uh, even in major clans. Uh, only the best and brightest are invited to the Topaz Championship. Got and, it. Okay. Yeah. And you, mm -hmm. you were not the only crane here. Ray's not sure. the only phoenix here. There's actually, because of how things work out, there's two unicorn, two crane, two phoenix, and two scorpion, and then one of everybody else. Oh, fun. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, okay. 
Hmm. Thoughts, questions? Whoop. Hmm. Whoop. I'm just thinking through it in my head now. Would it would it be a thing that they would invite him and then like mess with him by doing something like this? They who they. That's the thing. I don't know who they would be, but like uh so it being weird, it being weird for him to be invited at all and then showing up and being like, oh no, we don't have a room for you. Like the invitations, so each of the clans tends to put in a bid for who they want to send. And then uh -huh. invitations are sent out from the Kakita Dueling School. Normally in consultation with the okay. former, with the the outgoing Topaz champion and their runner-up, both of whom okay. have roles to play in okay. the, the, the tournament ahead. So that is the group of people, the Kakita Dueling Academy, Toshimoko and his people, and then last year's champion and last year's runner-up are the people who send out these invitations. Okay. Okay. So, okay, so I don't, I don't think that, but I'm going to make him think that I think that. So what I do is, um, I'm trying to think of the right, I'm trying to think of the right Bushido code that what I'm about to say would fit under, because I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like, Try to like appeal to his sense of being a Bushido. Yeah. Um. His sense of Bushido. It's not of being a Bushido. Where's Where's the code? It should be on here somewhere. It's on the background. Yeah, it's in the background. Uh, okay. probably. What would like? Good. Probably, I guess probably courage. I was thinking like I'm I'm gonna try to appeal to like his like like oh he must be like being vigilant against all threats. That would probably be courage. Okay. Um. Okay, so what I'm going to say is something to the effect of, like, uh, as this is where we're becoming samurai, we must um, fully embody each of the pieces of the code. Um, I understand we must expect everyone else to as well, but even so, we must be courageous and vigilant against any unforeseen circumstances. It may be good to have allies in these events since we don't know exactly what's going to happen if i notice anything i can inform you and i would appreciate the same from you my new friend i would be happy to do so sayaka-san um are you worried that there might be something happening i'm an artist uh as well as a courtier and a samurai um in a painting, what is most visible on the canvas may not be the true intent of the person wielding the brush. I understand your meaning, and I will do my best to be wary. Of course. Of course. I'm Love just... this game. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's all about, like, what's the perfect twist of the word, right? I know. <laughs> Uh, awesome cool yeah that was my main thing as i wanted to like try to like wheel him into being like kind of helpful to me if i need it so um awesome uh and then yeah i think I'm, that's all i wanted to do for the night okay uh ray was there anything you wanted to do this evening probably not just kind of relax prepare meditate all those those good good things keeping it toy yeah <laughs> yeah respect <laughs> Yep. Okay. 
So then the rest of the night, uh, some tea sipping, some sake drinking, uh, and then you you slip off to bed. Uh, it's a few hours into the night as you're all asleep, and Ray, you awaken with no clear sense of why. You find that a light is shining in the courtyard outside the paper screen door of your room. Going to go quietly see if I can figure out what's up. Coming out of the room and into the courtyard, you find a stern-faced older man kneeling by a formal tea set with five mats around it, including the one that he's kneeling on, set at a low table in the center of the courtyard. Moonlight shimmers on his blue and emerald silk kimono as he gestures for you to join him. Kaito-chan, would you gather your companions and come sit tea with me? Of course. So, Please do not bring the hmm? one called Hitoshi. Fuck that guy. <laughs> just fuck that guy. That's right, just fuck that guy. <laughs> Once again, a slap at the Mantis clan. <laughs> so I will go in and wake my companions, except Hitoshi. <laughs> All right, uh, Kudioki, um, Sayaka, you gonna go with? Sure. Yeah, but when I see the setup, mm-hmm. can I do I get a sense that there is a spirit involved here? Uh, yes, actually, Ray, you do as well. This guy's definitely a spirit. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, you, you don't even need to roll. Both of you being Shugenja or mystically attuned in some way, both know. And Ray having a pet ghost. Yeah, this is this is a spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, There's some ghosty shit yes. going outside, I guys. just think it's rude that someone invited us for a tea ceremony in the middle of the night. Yes. <laughs> um, most definitely a ghost. Um, all right. So. Just so just so the game master is aware. Yes. Uh, I have sixth sense. So even if a spirit is not willing to show itself, typically I know it's there. Cool. In case that comes up in the future. Uh, you, you, there, there's more than one spirit here at the moment. There's the one you can see and then another one lingering somewhere. Oh. Yes. Uh, once you've all entered this courtyard, it's uh, a number of stones, flag like flagstones, uh, ornately cut in the center of uh, like a very uh, fine gravel garden around it. There's a small red table with five mats arrayed in a circle around it, and there is a formal tea set standing there. Uh, you've seen him before, Do- uh, Sayuki. That's Doji Satsume. He's supposed to be dead. Wait, the dude with the tea? The dude, yes. That's Doji, who's supposed to be dead. Yes. You you know who your former Crane Clan champion and Emerald Champion was, because... Right. Yeah. That's Doji Satsume. Wait. Okay. (laughs) Keep your decorum, keep your decorum. (laughs) But keep it all inside. (laughs) Push those emotions down. Get down there. Um, so there's probably just like a split second of like a couple extra blinks and then coming in, <laughs> coming out to the courtyard and then like. Excellent. Uh, he will say, come sit with me. And he looks at the four of you. Who will pour the tea? It appears it he wants would... one of you to perform a tea ceremony. 
Oh shit, I, I don't know how to do tea ceremonies. <laughs> I don't have the specific tea ceremony, but I do have tea as my uh, passion. So, oh cool. Tea ceremony is a performance check. It's a it's a performance void check. So, whoever would like. Somebody should probably There's step performance. up. There's performance. I will. Huh? Okay. <laughs> okay, Ray. I would, I would be happy to do that. Right. Performance void. Okay, so, performance and void. You got two successes, a strife, and an opportunity. And you can keep nice. up to three of these dice. Okay. So would I you like I... to keep all three that have uh, results? Yeah. Or would you want to drop the one with the strife? Uh, I'll keep all three of the results. Okay. So you are able to, with your uh, success, uh, remove one strife you gain from the check this way. Um, choose another ring other than void. Reduce the TN of your next check by one using that ring. Or detect a sign of the supernatural or if there is a spiritual disturbance in the scene. So it feels like you want to use that to remove the one strife. Yeah? Say again? Do you want to use that to remove the one strife? Yeah. Okay. So two successes is great. You're able to kneel down on the mat. Uh, everybody kneels down kind of around you. Two on one side, one on the other. And directly across from you is Doji Satsume, who kneels as well. As you begin the intricate dance of the uh, of the tea ceremony, pouring it properly, ensuring it's brewed properly, moving it from uh, cup to cup in the right movement. And as you finish, he seems satisfied and he smiles at you. Then he'll look at each of you. Thank you for coming. It is our honor. You are the aspirants from the Topaz Championship, yes? Who delivered my belongings to my brother-in-law. Yes. Yes. If I may ask of you a favor. Of course. I would like you to ensure that Hitoshi, the young mantis, survives the championship. He needs to become a samurai worthy of his father. Are you... Is there a worry that he may not pass this events? Words like cut of the sword can never be called back when spoken. Certainly true. Is it his own words or somebody else's that cause worry? Worry flows like a river through this land, digging deep into the earth. Well, um, and I'm, I'm saying I'm saying this to my companions and not my 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 ghost great yes. uncle. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Just as a note to them, now that it's become a thing, I should probably tell them. Um, I did spend a bit of time getting to know Hitoshi and formed a, a, a alliance partnership. I'm not sure what the best word would be, but like, um, 
uh, we agreed to have each other's backs in the events, so I guess I did a good. I Said know. in a much less meme way. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speak in memes. I'm sure Sayaka doesn't. Yes. <laughs> and he'll look at each of you in turn, waiting for some kind of response. I will do what I can to help him. Thank you, Kaito-san. If I can help in the Mantis's survival, then I will. Thank you, Soshi-san. I can think of no greater honor than to uh, assist the former champion in this task. Thank you, Doji-san. And uh, uh, Muno, uh, Muno Koei will also respond to the affirmative. Thank you, Moto-san. I must take my leave shortly, but if there is anything else you wish to converse about. He, out of character, it, his death was, like, seemed okay, but also seemed not okay, right? It seemed unexpected. Right. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, would it be a check to ask him about that in a non-weird way? Uh, um, or, could, or would it be, like, not weird to be like, yo, so, like, were you murdered? <laughs> <laughs> The circumstances of your death cause some confusion. Yeah, make a courtesy water check. Okay. Hey, look, so you've got uh, two strife and exploding success, uh, two successes, and an opportunity. Cool. You can keep uh, up to three of the, and those are, that's on three dice. That's great. Um, yeah, cool. I'm not going to reroll. I'm just going to use one of the opportunities to pop off one of the strife. Pop it off. And then, yeah, I'll just take, I'll keep the, the three or four successes. Uh, oh, four You can only keep three dice. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, the, 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 the one success, the one success with a strife. Yep. And then the opportunity and success yep. and just strife for opportunity and then three successes. Sweet. So that would be no strife. Um, Woo and three successes. So you're asking him if he's dead. Is that essentially <laughs> what you're like? <laughs> aren't you dead? Like, kind of, like, uh, like, I think I'll, like, so, back in the doji, like, area, we were told that your death had come, uh, unexpectedly. I, it, I'm one, I am wondering, like, uh, was it also unexpected for you? How, how do ghosts? Yeah, exactly, like, how, how but, but how, though, but, but why, though? I don't believe I am dead. If I were dead, who is sitting here with you enjoying this tea? And he takes a sip of it. Ah, a lovely brew. Oh, no. Uh, uh, By the way, Ray Kodioki, definitely a ghost. Right. <laughs> um, I see. Um, how this... Sip, sip. <laughs> I would say... 
even even a spirit long past can enjoy a fine tea. It's true. Oh, Doji Sayaka. Why am I blinking? I blinked on your name. Sayaka. Um, well, first of all, he'll look at you, Kodioki, and he'll just give a wry smile and nod. Uh-huh. Uh, one other thing you know, there is turmoil at the head of the Crane Clan. There were always little rumors about his three kids, Doji Satsume's three kids, one of whom is now Crane Clan champion, Doji Hotaru. Hotaru. Um, uh, and then there was Doji Kawanan and uh, Doji uh, Shitsue. Uh, there was always some turmoil between them all. Um, mm. uh, that is apropos of nothing other than general knowledge you would have. Um, right, yeah. yeah. Okay. I must then take my leave. And he stands up and bows. Bow. Back. I will, yeah. I will uh, bow. Uh, being definitely of a lower uh, rank than him, you would all bow more deeply than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Right. And so when your heads come back up, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Is the tea still there? Yes, but it's cold. <gasps> oh, I'll sip it anyways. It's good quality. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Set it down. I don't want cold tea. <laughs> cold tea's growth. <laughs> it is rude to refuse a gift. Tea. It, it was made in the cer- tea ceremony. It was beautiful. I must enjoy the result. <laughs> what happens next? How much sleep have we had? Three or four hours. So enough that if we stayed up, it wouldn't affect us all too much the next day. It's a big day tomorrow. Oh, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just had some Um, midnight tea with a ghost. It's fine. Yeah. Fine. It's very relaxing. I'll go. I'll go back and I'll doze. But. I'll try to keep some part of me aware of my surroundings. Do you have some special ability that allows you to be both awake and asleep at the same time? Not, no, but I've, it's, it's this weird thing. It's, it's player knowledge. It's this weird thing where, you know, when you, you go mostly asleep, but you have become so paranoid of your surroundings that the littlest twitch will wake you up again? Yes. Basically, I'm aiming for that. Okay. <laughs> well, you said you had the sixth sense thing, right? Yeah, but that, I mean, if I'm asleep, I'm, I could be dead to the world for all I know. Oh. <laughs> or just dead. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. You're not dead. Uh, okay. Uh, you will be able to be as vigilant as possible while sleeping. <laughs> and that was my vague answer to your question. All right. So you're all slipping back off to sleep then? Some of you are more wary sleep than others? Yes. Okay. As you all go back to bed the night before the Topaz Championship. This is where we're going to take our first break. 